Hi there, Amanda. How are you? Good to speak with you. How are things? Doing good. How are you? Very, very, very well. And oh, that, well, look at you. There、Looking、we go. Fantastic. Such <laughs> energy. Oh, wow. Okay. We have to just like roll it all the way back. So, Amanda, I'm just going to come right out the gate with this. As I mentioned, like, actually, thank you for being who you are and doing what you do. Like, actually.、Sure. So、oh, you, thank you. Yes, please take all of that in.、Um, you are, I think, the most tireless on camera Zelda-ologist on the internet. Like,、well, let's just be honest, right? I mean, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> thank fantastic. You. Has to be said, and a beautiful inner and outer, as I like to say. It's just my fiance and I, we are always like, probably if you saw episode two, it's like, just tell someone if they're beautiful, inner and outer, just tell it, and then just go from there. That's so, awesome. Okay, beautiful. So you must probably do something with, I don't know if you do something with like health or like you, I'm going to guess volleyball or something, right? Kung fu. Kung fu, excellent. Yeah. So I just knew. Because I'm a PT from coming out of the army. Yeah.、Um, That's right. So I just like can sort of pick up on it. It's like, that's an athletic person. Oh, and- yay. Yeah, I do Kung Fu. I'm testing for my next level in like two months. And then I get to test for black right after, after that. Well, so I'm like, one step from black belt. Question. And this is not arrogance, but is it really a test when it's a certain outcome? Like you're, you're going to nail it. So. Um, so basically, what they do is the evaluation is more or less the is more or less the test. And then、okay. when you do the test, that's kind of like the formal thing of like, okay, by the time you're testing, they're not going to let you test unless like you will pass it. Gotcha. Sort of thing. So it's like all the formal, like, so that's more of a formality, but like making sure you are ready to test. That's the real test. Pretty much the only way you can fail the test is to walk off the floor. Oh, well, there you go. And see, I kind of knew there to be that because、uh, I did Taekwondo and like、um, a bit of、uh, the wushu because I was all the way into, I'm sure you can probably pick up on the self designed tattoo stuff. I am、Yay. a baby of the 90s where, Amanda, let me take you all the way back. I don't know, you might、okay. be probably, probably younger than me. But, I don't、uh, know. I'm a lot older than I look. I'm 35.、Oh, stop it. Stop so. it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so aging backwards, you're a, you're a vampire like my fiance. Just like there、I'm, we go, perfect. There you go.、Um, so back in the 90s, there was just a certain chunk of years where there was like, if you look at、um, you know, Oddworld、uh, in the like, probably like the late 90s, mid to late 90s, like Oddworld, there was、uh, you know, Abe's. A, uh, you know, Abe from Abe's Odyssey had a certain kind of spikiness, tribality, right? Oh, then, yeah. I remember that whole style. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had also、um, the, you know, the legacy of Cain and all those symbols like that.、Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, obviously Darth Maul and stuff. So, my thing of it, though, is because、uh, when, when I started designing my own and like this kind of stuff here,、Neat. based on the,、um, there you go, boom, showing a bit、like、of.、It. There you go.、Um, and basically, there,、uh, I. It sort of started from that place of like curiosity with those shapes, I guess, and like having grown up around those shapes, Darth Maul, whatever. But then I actually discovered this thing you can, you should look it up. It's called morphogenesis. And it、right. is basically like the scientific word for the manner in which all of patterns are created. And well, that's cool. I know. And then that goes into sort of the unified, unified field stuff, like. Um, the same reason, like capillaries in your eyes resemble like cracks in the ground, like they follow the same patterns.、Mm-hmm. And so,、uh, yeah, I just, I'm all up in that. Like, that's the most resonant part of like what I do with my quantum myth, my storytelling. And wouldn't you, like, when we started getting the teasers for Breath of the Wild, you've probably seen it in our, like,、um, I, I just did some pull ups, by the way. That's why I'm a bit out、oh, of breath. Okay. 
there's the pull up bar behind me. I think you can see it. Maybe nice. there you go. Yeah. Nice. Fun, fun, fun. Um, uh, and basically, yeah, they uh, those that first tease of you see these swirling patterns. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh wow, I'm being spoken to as like directly with who I am. Like, and that, I'm actually gonna throw that to you, Amanda. Okay. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm very. I don't want to do the roach sort of bog standard questions, but uh, it is your debut on the Zelda podcast. You're also completing our triforce of first three episodes. Thank you. Yes. Um, you're also another A name, Amanda. So Yay. it's like Abby, Amanda, Adam, Albert. <laughs> Perfect. The A team. We got the, the A team going on here. You are making us the A team for sure. So if you wanted to just give us, I suppose, your your yeah, Zelda ID, and then we can, I'll go into more sort of um, uh, idiosyncratic questions from there. Go for it. Okay. Like, like, what do you mean, my Zelda? ID? Oh, Zelda ID. I guess it would, it would sort of be like, oh, favorite Zelda character, favorite Zelda game. How I got into. Oh, oh okay, yeah. got it. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay, so I first got into Zelda by reading in reading about it just in Nintendo Power, and then I got Ocarina of Time when I was in the seventh grade. I saved my money, and my dad took me to, K- to KB Toys so I could buy it with my own money. So I was very proud of it, and yeah. like I would, I would get in trouble at school for reading my Ocarina of Time book instead of whatever boring crap they wanted me to read. I'm like, but I don't want to read Little Women. I want to read Ocarina <laughs> I don't of Time. I want to read that. <laughs> And then it just kind of went from there. Um, Ocarina was like my favorite for the longest time. And then Breath of the Wild happened. And that that had to take over. Um, As far as like though favorites, I love Prince Sidon just because he's so encouraging. And then like, you can't, it's like you see him, you just feel better. I feel better with that person in my life. Exactly. Yeah, go for it. Exactly. And I was like so lucky I got to like interview his voice actor one time. And his voice actor is just as amazing as like, so Jamie Mortolaro is just as amazing as Prince Sidon. Like they're both equally encouraging. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm talking to the real Sidon who is really Sidon. This is amazing. That's incredible. Um, yeah, I love uh, him and I love the Gerudo. <laughs> also, so, okay, that is so much. And by the way, you're so energetically generous with like, uh, you know, uh, being on the show, first of all, and then just like sharing all these wonderful, amazing, uh, like even this early on in the show, these tidbits. Uh, so much there. So favorite character side on, favorite culture. I, I Yeah, you mentioned the, um, the Gerudo. Is it the Gerudo? Gerudo yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, they always make me want to get ripped every time I see them. I'm like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, those the um those women could crush us at any time. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. That's like that's my goal right there to be like that. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Um, to, well, that's wonderful. And I suppose to uh, we can just go off of anything top of mind, uh, Koji Kondo song or okay. uh, area, whatever, and then we'll 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 veer off into the more specific questions. So, okay. Oh, oh, as far as the music, oh, um, I love all the music so much. It's so good. Um. You know, I love Gerudo Valley. That one just is always like the fun, just energetic song. But I really like the Clock Town theme just because. So I love Clock Town because, yeah, it's pretty, but there's so much that goes into it. And like, I actually did like kind of like a, a, I don't know the word for it, (laughs) a breakdown, an analysis. That's the word analysis of the full Clock Town theme going from each day, because it's like it's easy to say, oh, well, you know, that just speeds up as the clock goes on. It's like, no, there's more to it than that. On day one, it's all happy and cheery, and it's kind of representing the ignorance and the blissful ignorance of everybody in the town still holding on to that identity. Next day, it sounds distorted. People can still deny anything that's happening because it's still close enough 
to the regular song. It's like, oh, it's just a, a little off thing. It's okay. By day three, though, it's like, okay, there's no denying something's wrong, but you, it still holds on to that main theme. And that's everybody still just holding on to who they are and remembering, like, you know, no matter what happens, you know, this is, you know, this is our home and this is the person I love because. Yeah. At the end of the day, Majora's Mask is a love story, whether it's romantic, plat platonic, familial, like it goes over all the all the the types there. It's essentially yeah. like like I, if you see the movie Love Actually, they're the same thing. <laughs> a universal love story. I completely agree. And and yeah. well, I just want to say um, I've, I've, you know, seen my first share of the beautiful breakdowns and analyses and, and, and just your like Amanda's angle on. Uh, on Majora's Mask as this uh, omniversal love story is just so heartening and kindred and beautiful. Uh, I, so I hope a, a few ears have been perked up. And frankly, if you hadn't, I'm just addressing, and sometimes I do like loving threats to the into the listeners. Okay, okay, if you hadn't paused at least five minutes ago and like just jumped, it's like, okay, Albert's great, but it's all about Amanda. And like subscribe <laughs> to all of your outlets, which I've just been the worst with putting like things together. It's it's the first three episodes. So that's okay. Um, Okay. Yeah, so the, uh, as you saw on Instagram, I've really like set the beautiful um, uh, or just the uh, thumbnail temp template. And so now, listeners, oh, wait, pause the show. Go follow all of Amanda's things now because she is insanely perceptive and like uh, eclectic and like is so attuned to what Zelda is, which is, yeah, that the feminine masculine, the the, the love, the, the yeah, it, it's it's so much richer and deeper than just this surface level, mm -hmm. um, you know, escapist thing. It's It really taps into archetypes and myths and, and all of that is just so rich, you know, for sure. Yeah. Fun, 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 fun. Well, you know what? Okay, so... Uh, are you back? Okay. Again, I like to be, I get to be a bit interactive and like, because, uh, you know, you put the, this uh, on kind of funny. They actually say, okay, pull over the car right now. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and as I'm listening, I'm like, well, probably about 90% of people don't do that. But there's always a chance that someone actually did, you know? True. So right now you should be, okay, there you go. You've just surpassed however, whatever your next milestone is. You're on You're on YouTube though, right? With like Amanda Van Heil with all of these things that people can just come and rush. Well, I'm on the Zelda love. Universe YouTube. Yeah. And then, okay. then I have my own Twitch account that I do my own stuff on. Excellent. And I do see, so the, the etymology, I'm a big etymology boffin. So your Instagram name, uh, Panda mm. Princessa Streams. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. What's the origin? Oh yeah, so the origin of that is um, where I used to work. Everybody just started calling me Panda one day and that just kind of stuck right. to the point where that's like how I signed my emails. That was like, oh. <laughs> my that was like my name on everything listed. It was just like, that's Panda. And that's just kind of what we went with. I was like, okay, so I'll go with that. And then I volunteer as a Disney princess. And then oh, and then um, one of my friends was always would always call me, he would call me like, princess he called me princessa he called me hime he called me like any type of like different languages of the word princess and i know princessa is spanish for princess but i spelled it wrong on purpose because first of all i think with one s it was taken and i wanted it just to look like the word princess yeah and then i just put an a at the end of it because like i like the alliteration and i like the rhythm yeah. of it so and, <laughs> that's and, where it came from Exactly. Well, that's well. So I'm Italian, and I know about like the, the sort of the adding of the genders. So, so princessa. Yeah. Uh, for Italian, it's principessa. So like the principessa. Yeah. Cool. Principessa. And so principessa Amanda. There you go. That's me. That's Yay. Fun, fun, fun. Now I'm trying to get crafty. You probably saw me trying to do multitasking because I've developed. I've got. I've got this cool plugin for Zoom, which lets me. All the listeners know how daggy I am. 
because I'm just like a dad who's really impressed by like I'm gonna try and bring that photo up because you were talking about Ocarina of Time now okay. is Ocarina of Time like your favorite um I've got to say Breath of the Wild's my favorite now awesome it was uh, it was Ocarina of Time until Breath of the Wild came out <laughs> There you go. We'll see now. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so for me, interestingly, Skyward Sword, that's why, you know, on that very first episode, uh, I hope I'm increasingly, I'm hoping, Amanda, especially with this being like Skyward Sword HD's release week, which I'm, you know, you have such a bright and kind of like, what is it, uh, air, airish and like light kind of energy. So it's like, oh, well, Amanda fits perfectly, you know, Yay! plus the A looks like an arrow pointing upwards. Hey. Perfect. Going it up skyward. Aww. Excellent. And so, yeah, Skyward Sword forever and ever. And then Breath of the Wild happened. And I, I'll, I may even turn into one of those like old people who tells the same story on every podcast, but um, in nothing case wrong with that. Nothing okay. wrong with that. <laughs> in case you hadn't seen the last episode or listened on Spotify, I, I had a genuine like when I happened naturally upon um, yeah like Zora's domain, I felt like Frodo like coming across Rivendell. Like it was yeah. it was not presaged. There was no like Zora's domain. Like the title didn't appear. I just came across it naturally. And uh, oh, yeah, I had a moment. I, I, I teared up. I was like, I stood on my bed. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow, there's still wonder in the world. And I'm, yeah. I'm not completely jaded, a jaded adult. So since we are both Breath of the Wildians, um, what was what would you say is your like Breath of the Wild moment? Something similar to that. What, what was it for you? Oh, definitely, definitely going to Zora's domain just because of how beautiful it is. And it just looks so different than just the rest of the entire environment. Yeah. That was one of my big ones. And then going to Eventide Island. I really like that. I like the whole shipwrecked sort yeah. of thing. I like feeling like I'm in Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, I would, okay, what is, give me your over under. We go very omnidirectional here. What's your over under on uh, just, even though we're going skyward, obviously, sky rule and okay. all that. Uh, and we'll get to the next 15 seconds of what we're doing, you know, searching the skies um, of the first trailer. What's your over under on the oceans or or navigation by water in Breath of the Wild too? Because that might be a, a, a totally you know unexpected thing that they're working on that we're all like with our eyes upward. What do you think that they might do just to advance water uh, and advance that sort of element of like water navigation or or you know, or sailing? I guess in Breath of the Wild mm. too. I hadn't even thought of that. That would be cool because I always liked getting on the raft and like using the little. I always kept a Korok leaf with me, like just in case. I'm like, you never know if I'm gonna if you're gonna need to get on a raft. That would be cool. Um, just because like I love Laurel and Village. I would want to like if I had to live anywhere there, I would want to live at Laurel and Village because I love the beach. I love swimming, all that stuff. Beautiful, Amanda. You just gave us because we're again we're still getting set up. You just provided us another pillar of the show, which is. Where would you live in the world of Breath of the Wild? And that's going to okay. be one of the regular questions now. Thank Yay. you. I hope you don't mind. We're going to just... Oh, like, that's awesome. Amazing. Success. Skills. Incredible. Well, um, and okay, so we've covered so much already. Uh, as I mentioned, just wow. And I, I don't know if people have told you this, and it's very important for me, is like, you do recognize, like, you're extremely energetically generous as a person. Like, you're not scarce at all. Like, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. This is just me being me. That's really <laughs> good. Really well, just me. A credit to your parents or whatever influence you becoming who you are and all of your friends and family partner, everyone in your life is very lucky to have you. 
Oh, yeah, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. You guys no are worries. amazing. Oh. No worries. So, and also, obviously, you're like, if you're ever in Australia, like, you're family. So, skills. Sweet. <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Australia. Like, always. Well, you know what? You actually have now. Okay, ready? The ceremony has begun. Ready? Amanda? Okay. You have been officially invited to Australia by an Australian. Okay. Okay, cool. Terrific. And that's the ceremony's over. Okay, go. Okay. Oh, that, that was a quick ceremony. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. We got Zelda right. stuff to talk about. <laughs> and I'll, and we, we, we allow little pockets of, you know, the sort of um, uh, more colorful language here, you know, because it's, you know, kid friendly, but we'll allow them to say, fucking come over. <laughs> come over. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> You've officially been officially invited in Australianese as well. Um, so, whereabouts in the US? I'm assuming the US. Are you Canada or? Um, I'm in the US, yourself? yeah. US and whereabouts? I'm in Georgia, so just right outside of Atlanta, so southeast. Did you see me, like, my face nearly implode? Uh, Georgia's my favorite place in the U.S. Is you it know really? That, right? well, no, I didn't know that. My favorite band of all time is Mastodon, and we do a Mastodon podcast. I've spoken with some of the uh, album artists uh, oh. on that particular show. Uh, I have, like, all of these omnidirectional interests, but it's the furthest thing from, like, the dilettante thing of, like, I'll just have them all just to have them all. And it's like, yeah. man, I have uh, I got my tattoos in certain places inspired by Mastodon. I know how it's all, like, inspired by Joseph Campbell. And, like, I'm, and I've met Bill, who's, like, one of the main guys there in the band uh richie beckett who's like you need to and the cross-pollination amanda of having like the zelda podcast and then someone from the like a concept artist who works on the on like, on like avatar will be like oh my god i love zelda and then they'll signal boost and crossover so this thing that i'm you can clearly see i've I'm gonna like be following you. We have about 900 sub outlets, so Sweet. don't don't freak out if you suddenly get 900 new followers out of nowhere. Um, I mean, I'll I'll just have to live with new followers. You'll oh, just no, have to live terrible. with it. You absolutely will. Um, so <laughs> and that people old... subject with my cat pictures. <laughs> oh, please do. Uh, and so then um, another question we had uh, last time was: so you said favorite Zelda Breath of the Wild, but what is your just as important is your number two? What is your number? Number two, two is Ocarina. Definitely Ocarina. Okay. So Ocarina. And now I will complete my attempt to do my tech my technology thing, Amanda. Thank you for your patience. Okay. Sure. Just send me send me vibes of technology working. Okay, did that work? Please work. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> and I also do this thing now because I, I want to, instead of cutting away and editing, because I I usually leave things. I don't know. You you seem very dedicated to your craft, but for me, I love the idea of just doing the thing and then it's ready and it's out there in the world. And so instead of like cutting to clips that I'll put in later, I just like, ready? Okay, here we go. Boom. Can you see it? Oh, yay. Fun. Okay. And then uh, this Zoom thing, there you go. Boom. Ooh, and I can like fancy. drag it around. Uh, wait, wait. So like at one point, if we have like a segment of like, oh, Amanda's like fairy segment, I'll have this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Ocarina. Now you don't just, you don't just come into this house, the Zelda podcast house and just drop that name and don't share Amanda's idiosyncratic particular special ocarina of time memory. Take us all the way back. We're getting it. We've got our little bowl of Fruit Loops. We're all listening intently. All right, looking at little 12 year old Amanda. Yes. Um, I just remember playing it for the first time and sure it's rated E for everyone, but 
when you're 12 and the games you've been playing were like Yoshi Story and like Diddy Kong Racing, mm. this felt like I was playing a real grown-up game, yeah. sort of. So like, I feel like I'm like, all oh, right, I'm in like a big, real serious game, you know, as serious as Zelda can get, you know. Mm. But you know, in comparison to Yoshi Story, uh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a big difference. There's some and darkness just, in that in that game. Oh, it's oh scary. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Especially when you go to the well and then there's like dead hand in there, just. Telling that you. game gave me so many nightmares, and I don't even care. I'd play it. <laughs> I still Good love Lord. it. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, the thing is, Dampe is like, he's so scary, but at the same time, like, he's just like charming and lovely. And man, I would rather yeah. have like Dampe on my side in an environment like that um, than. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Give us a Dampe prequel, people. Come on, Dampe spinoff. Let's go. Okay. All right. All right. So yeah. let's see a damn face spinoff. So we could do just grave digging. I mean, that would be just fun. Yeah, like a um, but game. that would be kind of boring. I think you yeah. should explore graves with Dampe. Just like explore all these different places with him. Grave explorer, you know, you yeah, should. Yeah, and then he, the you know, he's got it. He knows all this stuff. He would be like an amazing historian, so he'd be able to give you like all of this information about everything. There you go. And so then that's amazing. And I love our little Dampe detour. Okay, Dampe detour's official segment on the show. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, see, now you're casting my mind back. And so I want to have maybe there's a timeline alignment thing where it's like we had a similar thing. We'll see. For me, okay. uh, Ocarina of Time, I I'm, you know, every time I go to that temple, I just, I, I literally like it has that Gregorian chant type. I, you know, I grew up in Italy where there was this thing of when you enter like a temple-like environment, there's this, oh, and you look up and there's, oh, cool. you know, and, and I and I had just come off of living in Italy. Like my, I tried to cut away to it. My editor just broke down. It's why I took a, a while with like editing the second one. But um, here in Canberra, we have a very leafy suburb called Curtin, C-U-R-I-T, C-U-R-T-I-N. I actually grew up on a street called Bowser Bowser Place. Oh no way! That's <laughs> yes. awesome. So very Nintendo tastic, um, and yeah, and and so basically, that, that like, and that was like my, I was I was recovering from like having left Italy and stuff, and I was I was really looking for a place to like feel solace and feel like, you know, that I mean there was a bit of escapism to it, but it I mean Hyrule home like, the word itself starts with the H, ends with an E home Hyrule is home you know and Hyrule was home before Hogwarts was home okay <laughs> that's important to recognize um not that we're competing or anything we do Wizarding World as well um and I and look when I went into the Temple of Time and that idea of that you could go back in time and like portals I love the idea of like this that's why what has me so excited we can segue into this I guess about we talked about it and speculated about Breath of the Wild 2 is um the idea of time travel uh, Adam and I riffed about, I think he's doing a video based on what we discussed of localized time travel, where you can open like, like a, like an AOE of like, you just travel into the, the past instance of that particular area. And then you can close that portal sort of jumping around. And I would, I love the idea of being able to like transcend through barriers and clearly like in this new game, he's able to go through like, like turn into liquid or something. So what's your, right. yeah, portals in Zelda and what are you sort of vibing for, um, Breath of the Wild 2. So what, based on what I saw like in the trailer, I'm thinking there's definitely going to be some time travel and I'm thinking it's going to be 
And the reason I'm thinking this, I think it's going to be like kind of like a, a short term time travel where you can go back just like a short amount, kind of like in Life is Strange, that mm -hmm. that sort of time travel where you can just kind of change things just a little bit. And the reason I think that is because that one part in the trailer where you see like the water and it's like a little puddle and then you see like the water just kind of soak up like it's being played in reverse. So it yeah. looked like it was a like so it looked like it was a raindrop that had fallen and then like it sucks back up. And so it looks kind of like somebody just hit rewind on it. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm thinking might happen might be like a new rune is like rewind sort of mm, that's that you know what that makes me gives me hope for not that i have any like doubt at all but and even if it does end up being a bit of a majora's mask situation where you know they're 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 sibling games ocarina and majora but they feel so different and no this isn't this is something to be grateful for amanda in the outrage okay. culture we live in <laughs> in the outrage economy like seemingly majora has received a passing grade or, or flying flying with colors grade actually with this idea of having had such a short turnover you know 12 months 12 months it was so short like the the development from ocarina to to majora's and uh, you know they it's termina it's different they adjusted the map and stuff but there's no there's not like you don't see the thumbnails about it there's no question of of ocarina sorry of, of majora's being its own game and no one's saying like oh it was just this copy pasted thing and it didn't feel like a true sequel it's like no one is is there saying that majora's doesn't feel like a true full-blown completely its own thing sequel so what is the the finger on the pulse of like Amanda's world and like what you've heard? Have people are the are the vibes good on your end with like Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's really, really good. And uh and frankly, this whole idea of, you know, Commonwealth Realm is sort of breaking this out open. I have crazy amount. He's one of our upcoming guests for sure. That's that's oh, feelers out. Um uh, the person he can just take one grain of new news and just turn it into like five not in a even like trying to churn out videos where he genuinely like applies himself to like speculating and and manifesting you know oh what could this mean and he and he talked about the three layers so it's like oh you have the land the sky and and deep underground so give us your minds amanda's mind's eye cinema for what we could be doing underground like or what you would like to see underground with uh breath of the wild too Okay, so Breath of the Wild 2 Underground. I'm hoping it's... Apart it's from like... meeting David Bowie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> aside from meeting David Bowie. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> what are you doing here, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope it's just kind of like exploring like kind of ruins and, and that sort of thing. Like things that might have like sunken below or, or okay. like things have been built over. Like kind of like you're not really like you're exploring a mine, but... Yeah. In, in that same kind of kind of realm, I guess. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to check this to you because we go, again, okay. omnidirectional stuff that maybe people aren't okay. really riffing about. We just go where we will. All right. That works. So we're talking loft wings for the sky. Have we even seen underwater mounts? And guess what? We're totally getting underwater mounts in Breath of the Wild 2. Come on. We're going to go some underwater lakes. You know? I want it. Come on. I want to ride it. I want to ride a shark all through the water or a fishy or a turtle. I want a turtle. That's what I want. I want a oh, turtle. Oh, God. Uh, okay. I stand up for when I'm really stoked about things. I have my little platform here. Excellent. Um, I don't believe in chairs. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. Chairs are fine. They're actually probably better for your back. Um, nah. I need to look after my back. Anyway, because I did yoga in the circus. Anyway, geez, tangents, Albert. Um, so you are freaking me out because how this is what's the best thing about podcasts is like hey something completely out of left field only amanda's brain could have in that moment <laughs> conjured it well on, honestly here we go so 
you know, I want, okay, I'm going to give you literally one for one Mind's Eye Cinema 12 months from now. You're going to experience this, you and I, everyone. We go down to Zor- Weeks, uh, Zora's Domain, and then guess what? Something which they, they've now, because we're going underwater, Zora's Domain, you go down the elevator or whatever, and there's like the, the rookery or whatever of these like underwater, beautiful turtle like Zora mounts that is like their cavalry or whatever. And they're like, oh, cool. So we hear that you're about to head off into the whatever, like region of the underworld or underwaters or whatever. Well, you know, here you go. And so then underwater mount, and we can name them just like we can name the horses and uh, loft wings, no big deal. Naming loft wings, come on, like, come on, right? Yeah, so vibes and thoughts on so you said turtles but would you just would you just straight up want because i know we have this in the sands we have those walruses and like i like them they're pretty cool they're pretty cool um well you know this you know what's interesting i just noticed from zelda is they don't they don't go too crazy with their silhouettes like uh yeah um rito are just birds you know they're like a little bit of a riff on on a bird and like over the different games favorite ritos across the whole sagas go I mean, I love Rivali. He's just the greatest person ever. Like, I, I just, I love him so much. Like, I Me wish, too. I mean, I love Medley. She's so sweet. Yeah. I wish I had, like, sometimes I wish I had Rivali's just, like, cocky confidence yeah. sometimes. I'm just like, I need to be like that. I, just, I need <laughs> I just, to be like that. He would be a personal coach. So that's another segment now. It's like, <laughs> we pick a character. Who would they be in the real world? Um, I think uh, Link, yeah, I don't know. He would own, like, a... I think he'd be pretty mellow. Uh, he would activate with like a quest, but his standard right. thing, he would have like a like a candle shop. He'd just be really mellow, like in, in San Francisco, just like a really mellow fucking hipster guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Link would be a hipster. Okay. Well, see, I love Rivali too, but the, the, the great issue is that he doesn't love us back. So that's He would totally sad. love me. We would be besties. Actually, I would get him to respect me. <laughs> you would. See, see, that's the thing. You would kung fu him as well if he if he gave you any sass and not there would just be a rad kinship me speaking of sass rhymes with sass cast me and cast would absolutely oh, I, love Cass. I love cast awesome. he's amazing so and then i think over time that i would like vibe with with rivali but he's pretty intense and i'm an introvert so but I, we'd vibe eventually but you yeah. right off the bat be like rivali Bitch, we're going, we're going airsoft fucking fighting or whatever. Like, or- yeah, like he would try and pull his cocky stuff with me, and I'd be like, we're not playing that. No, we're not playing. And that. I can see yeah. right through what you're doing, so yeah. we're just gonna be buds, and That's you're fine. gonna just have to get over it, dude. Yeah, fun, fun. I love it. I dig it. Okay, so now, okay, well, so many directions that we can go in. Speaking of going in so many directions, um from the trailer which i i suppose we can we can start teeing it up the, the sad thing is that when i tee it up i lose my amazing white screen and so then i go back to the shadows and i have the trailer <laughs> brought up with me eventually amanda i'll do the lighting thing like the tube dubas do you know okay all right so if you were ready why don't we preliminarily bring it up just this okay. uh yeah the, the trailer for oh my goodness breath of the wild 2 Give me, as you're doing that, if you already have it brought up, that's fine. Um, your title speculation for Breath of the Wild 2. Anything. Mm. Breath of the Wild 2. Go for Death it. Death of the Wild. No. Oh, um. <laughs> shit. You just said, wow. Death of the Wild. Death that of the be- Wild. <laughs> That's heavy <laughs> for such Man, a I come up person. with like I had come up with a really cool title not too long ago, and I don't remember what that title was, but I was really proud of it. Now I can't All think right. of what it was. 
Okay, well, maybe when it actually comes true, you'll maybe be like, one day. That's the when one. I come up, when I remember it, I'll tag you and be like, this was the name of it. I remember now. Done. And I'll clip back to this and be like, you predicted it. But yeah. at the same time, you're also, whatever it ends up being, you can then, if you're feeling, you know, sus, you're feeling like a little bit playfully deceptive, you'd be like, yeah, that's, that's what I thought of. That was it, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever that it is. That's it. That's it. Okay. Wow, it's just seeing you. See, two years ago, sequel to The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Ah, joy, six point three. What? Okay, Amanda. Yes. Thirteen million views oh, over man. two years for the sequel to The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. First look. One month ago, this trailer comes out six point three already. Six point three million. Now, go on. I mean, again, it's that's literally pre-COVID, post-COVID. We've all shifted with just like i love that i mean we've gotten the zoom highways have been burst open as i mentioned like people have really started to like you know but it's a symptom what give me your amanda's take on that the idea of um you know games coming to the forefront i'm giving this talk in, in melbourne later this month about like how yeah the interactive art form can actually pave the way to like more empathy because it's a participative medium and you're actually engaging with it and you can become more human and your thoughts just Amanda's thoughts on the medium the art form itself go for it so to me gaming is just the ultimate storytelling medium because it, it inserts you into the story you're not just sitting there watching it you're not just reading it watching from somebody else's point of view you're there so the so the stakes are a lot higher because you're experiencing it sure you're not going to like be physically harmed i mean sure you might get a blister on your hand or whatever <laughs> but you know it's not actual life or death mm -hmm. but you still imagine what that character is going through and you see it through that character literally sometimes you see it through that character's eyes especially if it's like in first person mm -hmm. and so it it really just kind of makes you feel like what the situation is and especially like since i've gotten like so immersive now like you know you feel like you're there mm -hmm. and i think it just it's wonderful for storytelling like I, you can really like get a message through that way Mm. Oh, absolutely. You, um, if Joseph, Ca you know, rest in peace, rest in peace forever, Joseph Campbell, if he heard you telling that, um, his thing was, you know, we grow through stories. That's my thing too with the quantum myth with, I just believe before there were institutions and like schools and even language, we had storytelling. We were all just a bunch of people. That's why our something really deep and primal in us like activates when someone starts telling a story, you know, it's like, right. Oh, yeah. You know? And, and, and the thing is, as you said, it's about that immersion. And one of the things that they did obviously back then with, we didn't have games. We just had our hands and, and walls and we cave painted on walls, but what we would do, we would directly engage them. And like, we ourselves are human. And so then that person is a human silhouette than we are. And so then they need to, we need to see ourselves in the story. And that's why. Uh, I actually think it, sometimes third person can be more immersive for me because mm -hmm. um, because I, I just immerse into it like it's a storytelling thing for me. Like right, sometimes, yeah. sometimes honestly, uh, first person can be like, sure, I'm, I'm witnessing that, but I wouldn't directly do that. Whereas if I am seeing someone do that, I'm just, I'm wrapped, R-A-P-T, like I'm completely wrapped in this yeah. story of, yeah. And so, you know, Breath of the Wild is, the, is now the template for that. And you are Link, you know, there's a, there's a thing which I now obviously have to get your hot take on is the idea of uh, this upcoming title being the one where that's it, we're going to have a voiced Link. What is your over under on so. that? What do you, you hope so? I do. I really Any do. Like, 
you know, I know a lot of people are saying Luke doesn't talk, but he has like dialogue options. He has them like in Skyward Sword, for example, yeah. like he, you get options to say. And he has things that he says in Breath of the Wild. So it makes sense. I mean, as long as they don't make it just super cheesy or whatever. And I mean, we've come a long way since the CDI games. Yes, so. <laughs> we have. That CDI game set us back a few years in terms of being bit. able to- I feel like that's the reason why we haven't had voice acting until just now. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I, I don't have the fangled abilities. I will at some point, but I will have a clip that I can immediately play. Excuse me, princess. Like I'll be able yeah. to do it straight away. Um, I think if people are, you know, they're doing localization, they're wondering, it's like wondering when to break the news to a family member about like a, a new baby or a new development or whatever they're like what's the right time we know because we he obviously if they if they have a voiced link they they've already been working like this hypothetical person has already been doing work and so they must be right now being like uh you know like he's hearing some i put a poll out it actually uh it was very close the the, the leading polls were uh, i'm not ready and then the other one, like right underneath that one was, okay, I'm, I'm curious. Like we are just on the threshold historically of being ready for a voice link. And uh, if they just want to immediately endear us to them, have it be so that within the first 10 minutes of this voice link, he actually says the lines, excuse me, princess. Like, like if he says that, the, the love will just flow in from the internet. Like even just a quick line, just he just needs to say, "Oh, excuse me, princess." Just yeah. to say something to oh her, or walking past uh, her, just moving past. Excuse me, princess. Yeah, because they're <laughs> going to be, be so under- cute. They'll be one- such. A- oh my god! Right, yes. and so they'll be under. You know, they're exploring. They got the cave and stuff. And like she, you know, and a huge part of what we're seeing visually, at least, I really hope that they do pull that and we find out, yeah, we're playing as Zelda. I really do. Because you don't, I'm sorry, but you don't do that. You don't have a shorthead Zelda and then have a shorthead-ish character falling through the sky. And then you're like, hmm, and well, the long hair flapping and you're like, yeah. hey, don't tease us. Oy. It's called The Legend of Zelda. You've She's at the forefront holding shorter hair. Don't tease us. Like, Come on, be be cool. Like, there's a reason she's got short hair. She didn't just mm-hmm. one day. Nobody just goes. I think I'll just cut my hair yes. short. You have a reason. <laughs> Thank you. Amazing. And also, I'm just gonna tap manifest this view. Uh, you have the perfect length. Uh, it's blonde too. Uh, so please, uh, Zelda people. Uh, hi- okay, Amanda's available for motion hair motion capture. Mm-hmm. Uh, for I am uh, I'm available for all things um, all acting in Zelda. Yes, I yes. will do it. <laughs> um, I mean, if you got that kung fu stuff, you could easily easily be like I don't know. They did actually. You can tell some character movements. Oh my god, they totally did performance capture. Like right. yeah, and so then yeah. So I'm just tapping you for that. I've okay. within the fast past like. Uh, minute, I just became your performance capture agent. For excellent, the, excellent. Cast me a Zelda Nintendo. Come on, let's the go. Oceania region at least. Okay, well, I'll go that swimming is as Zelda. That'll work. Okay, again, mate. I'll go swimming as Zelda. That'll work. Skills, please do. Okay, there, done. She's and you have that ability, and probably are you good with climbing upper body? You're good with the pull up bars. It's stuff? not as good as it should be, but okay. I've been working on it recently to get uh-huh. it back. It used to be really good, and then like COVID happened, and so I wasn't going to classes often, and so. Working so like you and me, this is our stamina bar ready. It's like, uh, straight away. <laughs> it just yeah. goes, this is, instead of going, uh, it's just like, like that. Yeah. I'm getting there. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, vibes. Vibing it. I'm digging it. You know what? We can bring it up. And then whatever we were going to dive into, we'll just, we'll couch it within the trailer itself. How about that? So okay. now, yeah, a month ago, just from the Nintendo channel, one minute and 39 seconds. Okay, make sure the volume's down so I'm not 
distressing it about it. So yeah, as you can imagine, like that first episode, um, you know, the first 15 seconds, it's just this very nightmarish vision really of um of ganon you know and then yeah. we pause at the 15 and it's great because it actually, actually transitions our opening shot which is a bit subversive even though again we're heavily manifesting for for zelda to like oh my gosh like please have her be like a, a good decent chunk of the story where we can play as her um it's and i okay let's give it let's fire off a few precedents actually for for these game developers, it's like, well, there are heaps of games where you just literally play as two characters throughout the story, you know? Yeah, it's like that in Uncharted 4. Yeah, absolutely. Done. So that's sorted. And like, that wouldn't be that much of a stretch. So the only way that I would forgive them is they said, Albert, we didn't want to do voiced Link and then playable Zelda in the first one. We want her. And if they say, Albert, okay, we're just going to do, do voice Link for this one. And then the big bombshell one for Zelda, because this will be Zelda 20, um, Zelda 21. So, okay, yeah, the, the one after this is going to be, it's just, you're just going to play a Zelda, you know? Uh, yeah. And that could be this new thing of the switching of the, from the 20, pre 20, like uh, one, Zelda's one through 20. I do this thing because I do the Final Fantasy podcast too, is I just, I also call them by the name. And so, okay. yeah, Breath of the Wild is, is Zelda 19 as well. I, I did a big, I don't know if you saw it, you can bring up the Instagram because I, I love my admin and I went through and I just like brought up all the Zelda's release dates and everything throughout the years. And right. it's like the Zelda Yeah, silent. I remember seeing that, yeah. You remember seeing that? Excellent. Yes. Um, and so, okay, so now we're not threatening, but Loki, we are like, make sure that you don't let that be a teaser. And this thing, honestly, like we saw her in such a strong position uh, mm -hmm. and to the point of, this is what we were looping back to is like, excuse me princess like sorry like like i want her to to take charge and yet this opening shot is is her falling um and so what are your vibes on whether or not we may see another like saving zelda story again go for it so the part with her falling i'm wondering if that's a nightmare oh or... ooh, interesting i like that and the only reason that's making me think that is like i kind of got because I, since I started playing Skyward Sword HD again, mm -hmm. and yeah, we, Zelda gets like sucked into the tornado or whatever. She only semi gets kidnapped. She knew what she was doing the whole yeah. time. And, you know, it, it opens up with Link pretty much having a, a nightmare. And I'd totally forgotten about that. And then it, it just, it looked very, a lot of it was just looking very similar to the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. I'm like, okay. Okay, I'm seeing some similarities here, but just because she was falling into a void and everything was black makes it me think it was either just a vision or a nightmare or uh, this could happen sort of thing. I, I or a really, bad ending. Absolutely, yeah. Because, uh, and I just don't think, you know, I, I did some <laughs> um, some Kojima stuff back in the day and I have a, a little bit of a conspiracy theory that sometimes, and it's completely unacknowledged, no one really talks about it, but it totally happens, which is that development teams, they literally put out a trailer and then they wait for feedback and then they develop the rest of the game. It's like, yeah. it's maybe not that unfounded, but who knows, it, it probably is that like a little bit irrational, but- Oh, I'm sure. My, I'm my, sure there's some of it involved. Like. For sure, for sure. So what I'm hoping is that so it wasn't like something, oh, because again, every single trailer decision is so deliberate. Uh, people, I'm going to actually, part of this show is going to be bringing in some of those unsung voices, not just the voice actors, this lovely chronicle of like everyone from Breath of the Wild, Sidon will jump jump in. You can be reunited on the on the Zelda podcast with them. Yay! 
I think that would be rad. Um, and yeah, uh, but also some of the background designer people. And, and then I just want to get some of these trailer editors who they have, they have so much pressure on them. They have, they are so completely uncredited, you know, that like a, a certain person at some point had to be like, I had to sit down with the footage that was available, convey like a mini condensed story in this limited amount of time. Right. And like, and the whole idea of like, by the way, it's not necessarily make or break because Zelda has the Zelda standard and it's like right. sure people are going to basically probably pick it up anyway because of that reputation of quality but um yeah so in terms of like let's go even I'll just throw this to you so the first trailer and not even specifically whatever's inside the trailer but can you what is your vibe on like two years ago Breath of the Wild sequel interestingly ending with like just it's in development like what were your vibe just with how that was put together as a trailer and then we'll shift to your general thoughts on this one so i was with the majority of the zelda universe team when that happened because we were all at the airbnb together like yeah. at e3 so we were all sitting there together we all start screaming and it was <laughs> funny because like i had so many people before like e3 that year asked me they're like so you think there's gonna be a new zelda game announced i'm like no breath of the wild just came out there's no way we're getting another zelda anytime soon i don't know what you're talking about mm. and then as you know we got that we got cadence and we got Link's awakening all like in the same like year <laughs> or at least announcements or whatever i, I, I I can't follow how when things happen um but it was just a whole lot of holy crap zelda has short hair yeah <laughs> ganon is dehydrated zombie ganon jerky ganon jerky ganon jerky ganon oh gross that is jerky ganon oh, <laughs> sorry <it> is. <laughs> no it's funny and now i'm just gonna call him that from now on I just that's my your name for him it's great <laughs> right okay well then okay so and so basically I mean, just with how, first of all, I'm a big um, Don Bluth guy. So I love like the secret of Nim and, and that secret kind of thing. Of oh, oh my God. You have to chum on the, the Don Bluth podcast. We're going to speak to people oh, from sweet. there. Yes. Oh, sweet. Oh, and he's still with us. So can you help me manifest getting Don on the show? Because you would on be. On it. Okay. So I you. Will, yeah, on it. Okay. So Amanda, you and I, boom, we riff with him. Because this one thing, uh, with that particular, you know, it's like free association or whatever. And they're going down. It made me think of the rats of Nim, like super like, and, and then, you know, the malice resembles like the thorns and stuff. Yes. And then there's an actual physical rat that, that scurries, you know, at some yes. point. And then seeing the mushrooms, like the glowing stuff. And I was like, this yes. is so immersive, you know? Oh, oh and again, just no, like, I'm thinking about how much I love Secret and I'm totally off topic, but I still remember no, seeing it, that for the first time, like in element, I was, a, I was no. in like first grade and we we're like having movie day. Cause we had like movie day every Friday or whatever at the end of the day. Yeah. And I just remember watching Secret and M and be like, I've never seen this before. And it was like the first like really dark thing I'd ever really watched. Cause I'm, I'm a big Disney kid. I've you know mm -hmm. watched Little Mermaid oh, yeah. on repeat many Dawn times. Is darker. <laughs> yeah, I, and it was like, this is dark, but I like it. <laughs> yes. And it was just the coolest thing I'd ever seen. I was like, that was amazing. Oh my Lord. You, believe me. Um, it's so formative to my ideas of like what coziness is. Cause Mrs. Brisby's house is like all mm -hmm. like lovely and warmly lit and stuff. And see what I mean, Amanda, if I hadn't just sort of mentioned that now, like that we actually do have the Don Blue podcast and straight yeah. up, like I will, I will like tag you, whatever. We'll, we'll set that up. And like, he is, first of all, he's, I don't know if he's a vegan, 
Polygon or something, he's he's so lively and doing Dragon's Lair, developing all that. I just have to put the right feeler, feelers out. I'm, I'm desperately trying to get Mel Brooks as well um, because he's still with us too. And we right, have no, yeah. I know. And so he's, he's so cherished. And also, yeah, we... In some other universe, we definitely went to primary school together. If you're like yes. a Don, Don Booth boff, boffin, then there we go. So I will just, I can't be quick enough with this thing. Usually my, I'm going to get a faster computer soon, but um, hopefully the um, the DSLR can, t- can be kind. So please okay. be kind, DSLR. Okay. Like with contrast or whatever. Don Booth. Ah. It's sort of, you can maybe see it. It's I can very kind of bright. see it now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, actually, fuck it. You know what? This is, this is we need to we need to represent this because Amanda, would you or would you not say that there are, it's like criminally under discussed like how amazing Don Bluth is, right? Absolutely, yeah. Because it's, it's like, you know, again, I love Disney. I always will, but people always assume like if it's animated that it's Disney. And it's like, no, other people are capable of making brilliant movies. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um Road Road to El Dorado, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I really... love me some Anastasia. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So you just entered. Okay. This is this is really not, it's not even risking becoming. It now has become this little pocket cast about Don Bluth. I love Anastasia. I love that so much. Uh, frankly, you know what? Let's make it, you know, to honor the listeners. Give me your over-under on how amazing it would be for just like a Don Bluth type animation. People say, you know, the Miyazaki uh, or the Ghibli would be amazing. But imagine like a really fully vividly animated version of like a Zelda story. Just, you know, Netflix. That Don Bluth like- would do that perfectly because... He, he gets so those environments and like you feel like you're there and that's what you need with the with the zelda like animation one thousand percent and and uh there's also you know i mean those uh yeah like the the cdi games or whatever like some of that kind of exaggerated facial animation it's like they were almost there so um we are now entering however amanda like this age of the streaming you know the age of like spin-offs and stuff you know a mario game or sorry mario film cgi is in development right, yeah. right now by the makers of i think it's the sonic people and the uh, um pokemon we do the pokemon podcast too but yeah uh detective pikachu they're making it now Those movies were so good right right i loved it and you have to do jump on pokemon podcast like uh, Abby okay. Is- okay. Yes. oh my god let's do it Abby <laughs> is- pokemon. <laughs> yes because it's all there and it's all set up literally just the pokemon podcast on on, on um instagram um Right. So, so basically I want to just like, let's just blow it open that we don't have too much of a precedent. We have like the ice ages and the Pixar and so actually fuck it. Okay. Here we go. Tangled. Right. Mm-hmm. Just take Tangled, reskin it a little bit, something of that level of animation. And we're talking Zelda lady. Oh, absolutely. Because like in the clock, t- um, castle town and then the scene where Rapunzel is dancing, where she like gets all the braids and stuff put in her hair. I swear it's yeah. the exact same scene. Like Thank I swear you. castle town is Corona. It's the same place. Okay. And so as if, and tell me this and we're maybe, cause we do again, this should have been quicker with these URLs. Amanda, because I jumped in. So we do Disney Podcast 2, and it's for those specific conversations, chronicling those. And when like, 10 to 1, when we speak to some of the Tangled people, like they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I mean, I was, I have like Zelda stuff all on my desk over at Disney Animation Studios. It's like, of oh, course, neat. there's going to be a, a Venn diagramming of Disney. And uh, um, it's so, it's, yeah, it's, I'm so glad that Don Bluth kind of opened this sort of door to talking about Zelda in animation, because frankly, 
it's coming. You know that it's coming. With, it with, absolutely with, is. But it, we just, you know, we have Castlevania doing so well. So there are precedents. And now Nintendo have to be having that on the table. And uh, yeah, so I'm just going to do this Australian Italian thing of like, no discussion. I'm roping you into being on those shows to discuss okay. episode by episode. What okay. do you reckon? Done. Skills. And then um, I'm straight up right after this buying like a ZU shirt. I just need to send some kind yeah. of support. Yes. Do you have merch like Amanda Van Hal like that I can wear a shirt? On, I like, totally on... need to start making merch with my stuff on it. Because like a yeah. bunch of my friends all have merch. And I'm like, you know what? It's about time I start doing can my you own merch. Please, like, Larry K, can you do that, love? Please. Thank you. Like I don't even know how to do it, but I need to find out how. <laughs> well, yo, cause you're doing the stream. You're doing the um the Twitch thing, right? Yeah, cause I have my own Twitch channel. You have That's what Twitch? I'm trying to like grow and like do a whole lot more with. And so what is there is you'll actually see there's like a couple of um Twitch are making it. There you go, Don Bluth, right there, boom. Okay. On the show, um, they're making it uh very easy for like Twitch people to just immediately set up like a Streamlabs, yeah. So right, Streamlabs, they have like a thing. It's like oh, make it's like a merch solution thing. <gasps> that's true yes that's true amanda let me okay. i'm so actually i'm on it because now i just want to be that first or I'll, among the first because there's obviously going to be a big rush once you like tell people uh <laughs> and i'm come on abh okay. do you want me to design you a logo or something i do that for free fuck it I do, you actually I really, know how to you actually could i do absolutely Holy shit yes <laughs> one brilliant done okay so graphic design okay because i've been wanting a logo and i don't know how to make a logo Lady, I don't know. <laughs> first of all look okay. at your damn name a symmetrical v True. symmetrical H symmetrical. It's a it's a graphic designer's acronym dream. Okay, so sweet. Leave it with me, love. I will get it to you literally by the end of. Is next week okay? Just with I've got some stuff. Yeah, yeah, Done. totally. Skills and it'll be a PNG and you're gonna, it's yours. Done. Oh my god, you're amazing. Thank you. <laughs> no worries at all. Skills beyond skills. This poor neglected trailer because we're just vibing and doing all the things. That's fine um good vibes uh, i was gonna try and do things of bringing up screenshots that's fine people have the trailer brought up they understand that i'm an old man still putting the technology together we'll get there um that's why i haven't made anything like that because like, I'm old. i don't know how to do this my husband does graphic like he doesn't do graphic design he does web development and web so development? You know, like yeah, oh. so by the time when he gets home, he's like, I'm not making a whole bunch oh. of stuff. <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Uh, Mr. Van Hiles, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, now, what is his, is his thing Zelda? I'm going to guess maybe Star Wars. Who knows? What's his thing? Uh, well, he likes both. Um, yeah, we're both big Star Wars people. Okay. Um, he's recently been into Minecraft a good bit. He's been playing that. His first Zelda game was the original one because he's 10 years older than me. So he played mm -hmm. the first one when it was new. There you go. Cool, and cool. then um, he didn't play another one until Skyward Sword came out because that was after he and I got married was when Skyward Sword came out. Okay. And that was his first Zelda game like in however many, 25 years. Oh, and yes. so now he's become a Zelda person too. So oh. I'm very proud. Uh, <laughs> I feel Zelda. like I've had a good influence. <laughs> That's great, and I'm very glad about that. And see, again, we're talking about the lady that if Rivali was in the same room, he, he'd be like, yes, anything you want, Amanda, I, I got you sorted. Yeah, I love that. That's vibey. Um, now, okay, well, Star Wars, I mentioned, we actually spoke with uh, um, Paul Shipper, who does all of the posters for Star Wars on the Star oh, Wars sweet. podcast as well. So again, Venn diagramming is very strong there. Oh my God, like with light and dark and the feminine and yeah. masculine, it's amazing. So yeah, I well, cosplay Slave Leia, so you, you have a skills yeah. team for that. Uh, <laughs> you need to have the the the, the, the abs for it, and I, I dare say you do. So skills. Um, I and hard so for what's him. okay? So say say again. 
I worked very hard for them. Hell yeah. I mean, again, we'll see with what I'm planning on is my fiance was so great. She bought this coat that I've just been dropping hints of like, okay, we're, we're moving into a new place soon in the next like week or so, next two weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, I call it, it's, I love alliteration. So Halloween housewarming is the thing. Oh, and, fun. And uh, yeah, so a Newt Scamander type coat. She, she picked this up and I'm like, I'm oh, just going to cool. get my Newt on. He's a bit weedy, so I'm just going to be like, buff newt i guess so i don't know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah you don't want you don't want to be wormy newt <laughs> you don't want to be wormy newt so but what is your husband's like go-to cos does he join you in the cosplay world he does um so he looks like tony stark so he okay, has like a sh he he wears the shirt with the arc reactor and oh. carries around like a thing of tea and yeah. to make it look like bourbon so he can carry out in public or whatever well, and puts on his sunglasses and there he goes and then i get him to do ash catch him with me when i wear my misty well, you're all covered there because, again, Instagram.com forward slash the Marvel podcast sorted it out. I love admin. Uh, I'm sure you know this now. I love it. <laughs> and, and and I'm just going to, I'm my, my my main one. This is uh, the furthest on the on the Deku branch. I promise, listeners, we're on the, we're out on a limb. I get it. We're going to loop it back. We're going to come back. But uh, so number one MCU looking forward to go dark. And you can say Doctor Strange. You can say that. Okay. okay. I mean. Oh gosh! I mean, I, I like anything. Oh, I like anything with Thor. With Thor, Thor's okay. Fun. Well, then, Love yeah. and Thunder from bloody New Zealand. All right, Taika Waititi. Yeah. yeah well, fine. you know, they film like the Avengers movies and all like the stuff like just right down the road from here. Well, there you go. Excellent. And so it's so it was crazy funny. That... I was like walking to get a sandwich one day at work, and like they were filming the second Avengers movie, wow. and because I, I I saw like a this thing blocked off. I was like, when did we get a hot dog stand? What the heck? <laughs> closer and i was like oh that car's on fire uh -huh. yep. and then and then like there's a little sign going hey atlanta uh mm -hmm. if you see people who appear to be injured and emergency personnel and things that say they're from new york we promise we're just making a movie okay. here's some then they gave out free popcorn oh, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <laughs> that is so precious and i find it so in, like we have we feel the, Ma the matrix was filmed here as well like with yeah. back in the day and they, they did a bit here as well uh you know thor love and thunder a bit of that Kong Skull Island stuff. It's so weird that Australia has this weird like highway straight to LA. Is like these are two uh, filming locations, and we have like direct flights. It's so crazy that you know. Um, but here's the thing, though. If if only I don't know if there actually there may even be uh, a direct flight to Atlanta because I need to get there for spiritual reasons, Amanda. Okay. I love Georgia. You are so lucky to be there with all like the pine trees and the oh, so lucky, so lucky. I do like Georgia, I have to say. Yeah. I'm a, a Florida is my favorite, but yeah. you know. Florida is your favorite. Cool. I do love Florida. I lived in Florida from the time I was like a baby until I was like seven. So, oh. you know, my first memories are of Florida. <laughs> so I'm going to try and have an old man moment. Um, F's in the chat for Florida. No, I don't. I, I tried. I tried. It's just, I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. Um, it's like uh, on Mega sixty four. They they make a parody of people trying to do the floss dance or whatever. Oh my gosh! And I just That's too cute. now I'm really owning my about to turn thirty three year oldness. I'm like fuck yeah. I don't care. I'm daggy. It's all good. I'm telling you, like once you get in your thirties, everything's great. You're just like whatever. I don't okay, care. I, I want to wear sensible shoes. Sure, yeah, that's great. Do not have to impress anyone. I just care about my caloric intake and staying healthy and anyway. Yep. Fun times under the sun, sun lady. Uh, let's go to the next frame. So Zelda plummeting away from us. That makes me feel sad. However, um, I'm sure the story doesn't end there. And our next frame for this one, after a, an amazing pre-
pregnant pause are you kidding me and again we have to talk about the pause because mm. you're like what just happened and yep. then this irising out of the dam oh my god just whoom and then that's it what what and guess what you're flying and suddenly your entire damn life has changed because we live and look at like i'm glad that it's illuminating me <laughs> the screen <laughs> because amanda until this point sure we had had a little allusion to the castle rising up to the sky but we had no idea we'd be flying up in there like this was <laughs> a, a giant revelation again the internet's very quickly to be like oh this is how it's always been it's like no about a month ago this was not even a thing and the timing with skyward sword is just so oh, there you go I'm, amanda i unleash there's, you on this there's shot. gotta be a lot of like similar there's they're, they're coming out too close together and there's way too many similarities between the two there's definitely some connection there very very much so and so then yeah just you i just like take us a little bit it's almost like the sequel i guess to the the airbnb moment of for you with this trailer and this particular moment where were you what were you doing go for it i was streaming the um nintendo direct is when it's when i saw that and then it was just like a whole lot of mika doing like, oh my gosh, like a little kid do it like this sort of thing um <laughs> That's and i i think i was just kind of in shock the whole time just like oh my gosh this is happening. Oh, 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 guys, I want it. I want it. I want it. I just, I want to play it. Yeah. It really screams that, doesn't it? Honestly, that little, because it, it Iris is out, I just feel like it's like, okay, so you're asking, I just want to jump through that actual opening. And, yeah. and so then, yeah, but like, so that's just me as that nine year old watching. But then the 33 year old having done Kojima podcasts and even before that, just like analyzing meanings of things. So, that irising out is actually, I believe, a direct, it couldn't really be anything else, really, is that when, you know, wake up, Link, wake up, you know, mm -hmm. from the first one is there's the, the light, like coming, like waking, coming into consciousness that way. What a beautiful, deliberate choice. Um, and a, a great way of saying, like, we're the sequel, but when that eye does open, like, we're not in some cave, you know, waking up after hibernation. We are plummeting through not only the sky but what could be the sky tens of thousands of years ago <laughs> right so and what is your vibe on that the idea of playing this you know grecian you know sandals wearing uh come on this 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 version of the ancient link i guess you could say you know yeah like you know i've seen some ideas saying that maybe there's two different links in it that there's like ancient link and then current yeah. link and you're going back and forth um I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I, I imagine no matter what they're going to do, it's going to be wonderful. Okay. Um, I'm thinking it's just going to be the one link. And the only reason I say that is just because you had a whole bunch of outfits in the first Breath of the Wild and like his hairstyle changed from outfit to outfit also. Mm. Yeah. But I, I just don't know when everything is taking place. Like, I don't know if like, the if it's gonna start off with him wearing the little champion's tunic and then later goes into like changing into the the toga looking thing toga or... yeah because <laughs> he has it. like that one open shoulder thing i know um, yeah oh my god but uh, i can definitely see like you have mentioned it before especially with zelda having like the short hair like she's could be disguising herself as link at times mm -hmm. like you know i don't if you're gonna cut your hair that short after it being so long and pretty for so long, she didn't go through a nasty breakup. 
No. And so <laughs> that that's not the reasoning. No. <laughs> she didn't get bangs. So again, no nasty breakup. And she didn't change her hair color. So mm. all of that would point to she went through a nasty breakup or something yeah. like that happened. But none of that happened. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And and so for me with this one, it's like, yeah, uh, the, the one thing that like that stops it, obviously, from seemingly at least because again things are still very vague and editing is is a trick that people play to kind of make sure it's like hey you've seen it but you don't know the context is we right. see that arm and obviously it's very likely that this is just linked with this new arm and people are running off with that but like i said and i, I like that you're you're part of that the resistance of like who the hell knows what it means man this we haven't seen the we deliberately haven't seen this uh, character's face like as if that they would keep that deliberately that made. did seem odd i'm like okay we didn't see this person's face is yeah. that because when he was flying I'm like is that like yeah <laughs> the only reason it makes me think it's not zelda is just because like the shirt was open in the front i'm going okay they're not gonna have like zelda free boobin like, <laughs> through here <laughs> <laughs> well you know what the actual uh the, i'm sorry um, now people were wondering, but now like um, you know, you reveal the title. It is actually the Legend of Zelda Free Boobing. That's the title. Free Oh, okay. Well, they said so, they didn't want to give away the title because it would give away too so much Amanda about the game. Amanda has broken NDA. This stream is actually sorry, Nintendo. I told you all I wouldn't tell. Free Boobin with Jerky Gan with Jerky Ganon is actually the full <laughs> title of. <laughs> okay, so. Which is your favorite, free moving or, or jerky Ganon from this from this episode so far? What do you reckon? <laughs> I mean, I do like jerky Ganon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like free moving with jerky Ganon. Like yeah. <laughs> okay, I like it cool. like, together, free moving with jerky. Ganon. What am I doing here, Amanda? Look at that. Okay, we're doing some compare and contrast here. So this here, and it looks I, very similar. I wanted to bring this up. This is an amazing work of art that is of pretty. our little fallen angel character here. So the original painting is actually by Alexandra Cabanel. So I think maybe in the 1800s, called Fallen Angel. Uh, and that is, uh, I believe, Lucifer being cast from the skies, right? Okay. And so, uh, yeah. So, uh, sorry, the exact year is 1868. And then you have this uh, incredibly talented artist, which I will name now, is Malin, M Malint Falk. So Malint Falk, and the link will be in the description. Uh, it's crazy. It is honestly, like, and I was, I'll just zoom. I'll get my little pointer on right here. This, uh, this, especially the eye of that like Ooh. scorned god, you know, and yeah. then right there, boom, perfectly captured, you know. Um, frankly, this idea of us, we've never that's again another thing that's never been done is we've never played anyone outright villainous. Mm -hmm. So, a couple of the theories out there is that we're playing as a young Ganon or a young version incarnation of whatever, like, what would you? What would you feel? And just to kind of make the Zelda audience feel something a bit different is like, guess what? You're playing as this in lovely, charming Link type character, you know, you're really connecting with them. And you know what? About 10 hours in, you find out that you're like, that's Ganon. You've been playing Ganon this whole time, you know, and uh, you're playing this. You know what I mean? Because, again, we have mm -hmm. this freedom with the premise of Zelda of having all these different reincarnations and different iterations. What would you think of like a mid game twist where you realize like, oh, wow, I'm actually I should. It's like basically asking us for the first time in Zelda, like that gray area of like, how do I feel about playing this character who is this misun? You mentioned you enjoyed like the the Garuda culture. What if we mm -hmm. actually get inside the mind of Ganon with this game, and we are we play as them like in a Raiden Metal Gear Solid Two kind of way? What do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, I think that would be cool because it lets you 
see things from his perspective. Mm. Um, you know, I think that's why people like Darth Vader is because you you kind of get into his head that, you know, he's a likable villain. Um, and I think it would be really cool to, and it would just make the ending so much more meaningful mm. if you had like a relationship with, with um, Ganon, like you knew each other or something, or you, it's like, once you know him personally, it like hurts a whole lot harder to have to fight him. Yeah. And so like to get to know him, cause you, we never really know why Ganon is the way he is. It's just, here's evil guy, he's yeah. greedy. Here's evil guy. He's greedy. Okay. What made him evil and what made him turn greedy like this? Like, cause he wasn't born that way. That's right. That's right. And, and Abby, you know, she, you know, dropped this, what's ended up becoming this kind of bombshell really that I, I, I've been thinking. And it's an interesting, the figure dropping, you know, like the truth dropping yeah. with this character is, is the idea of, um, this rise of Ganon, like this rise of like the story finally being literally unearthed of, what an interesting arc that would be from us like doing you know Zeltic and the Nintendo Black Crisis, Hyrule Gamers, they're all running with yeah Zelda you know oh his evil is rising and re-evil is rising what if by the end of Breath of the Wild 2 we're like oh man when I see that that jerky Ganon I feel bad because like he maybe died sacrificing himself for something and then just like this fall and I think my link is really onto something with what if there was some great injustice done to Ganon and that is why he became evil and why the spirit of demise was able to infect him right and, and that's that's possible yeah. for sure yeah like the Darth Vader you said it very very eloquently and, and just perfect analogies the Darth Vader is like he's still evil he's still this kind of this icon of, of of evil in pop culture but with those prequels we have this dimension to him which some people can take or leave but I think even coming off of the lessons of the prequel trilogy that they would have this um opportunity to you know really just nail it and like I think I mean, the Zelda, this isn't arrogance or anything, it's observably tangible. They're in the nailing it business. They're in the business <laughs> of nailing it. These Zelda people, <laughs> the Zelda standards. So you've raised so many awesome little tidbits there, man. Yay. Amazing. Okay, so plummeting towards this, people have done all kinds of map analyses and stuff. Um, it honestly feels very heavenly, like a bit of Mount Olympus, especially with like mm -hmm. the sandals and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's some talk, speaking of Mount Olympus, like, uh, you know the gods the realm of the gods that the twilight not the twilight the uh, the sacred realm hmm. uh what's your over under on us maybe visiting like the domain of the goddesses maybe even guess what bomb drop three two one meeting incarnations of the deities themselves the three goddesses who are these Ooh. disembodied you know like they're so like set into the mythology what if we get to have dialogue options and speak with these incarnations like the age of that myth. would be Go cool mm. that would be cool i could see like especially zelda meeting with them yeah. um Hylia. they're like oh hey little sister yeah. we know you exactly <laughs> you know? yeah okay i vibe that just you know what triggered it specifically first of all you and i are disney boffins i get it uh you know uh hercules disney they're filming it now actually isn't that or casting it rather the live action oh okay i didn't realize That's they were doing i knew they were doing live action of everything else i didn't realize they were doing hercules oh yeah 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 and they're, i love hercules yeah uh, you like it come on it's i love hercules Man, if I had my editing, I'll get there. I'll have clips and everything. It'll be faster, this new setup. But if I would, I would have cut to this thing of, you know, that intro song. Come on. Just... Oh, <laughs> Don't you mean so Honkulies? Honey, <laughs> you mean Honkulies? <laughs> That's right. Okay, we've got we've got pretty low latency. We could do a bit of a sing-off, like, um, uh, when he smiled, the girls went wild with... Ooh, and eyes. Yes. <laughs> and he slapped his face on every face, on, on every, every vase. 
so fucking good. Excuse me. The language, it comes it. out from a place of love. I, I just, who puts the glad in gladiator, Amanda? Hercules. Whose daring deeds make great theater? Hercules, is he bold? Yes, Hercules. <laughs> I love the very academic answer. Like I'm, I'm throwing it to you all singing and you're like, who put the glad in gladiator? gladiator? And you're like, Hercules. Um, <clears throat> Hercules. Okay, well. Deeds are great theater. Are we going to have to call this episode Herculink? Herculink. Herculink. Right. What do you mean? Honkulink. Oh, Honkulink. <laughs> Honkulink. <laughs> All right. I'm clipping that one up just for you. I'm really like on Instagram. You can share that around. Honkulees. Honkulink. Honkulink. Bye bye. Honkulink. Okay. Let's go. Honkulink hurtles towards heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Honkulink. Hurtles heartily heavensward. <laughs> All right. Or down to Hyrule or whatever. Okay. Skyrule. Some people are saying Skyrule. What do you think of the word Skyrule? Skyrule? Hmm. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. I, I just like calling it the ruins of Skyloft. That's what Sky I'm kind of looking of Skyloft. at. It and uh, Amanda just proved that often we say interesting when really we mean, that's pretty shit, mate. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my georgia coming out uh, maybe i'm like i love I, it I be polite my southern politeness coming out <laughs> no, i love it i love it and i'm just gonna say it made in georgia all right <laughs> all right the dagginess is real hurtling 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 we're, we're literally 27 minutes in holding this amazing shot what else do we get from this little the whole damn sequence lady is just hurtling uh let's okay let's give it one more shot okay we'll we'll, we'll be a bit naughty Okay. And we'll just, oh, we'll end it on the 31 second mark. Oh, oh clutch, gasp. clutch my pearls, dear goodness. Um, and just to break down what we're seeing here with this palette shift into the blue. And you can see it on my face, obviously, with the what I'm looking at. The amended glider, the, first of all, I don't know, you know, when I was a kid watching Secret Enemy, I wanted to be Jeremy the Crow. I wanted to be able to fly, you know? That's why the loft wings absolutely speak to me. Um, do you reckon we're gonna have something with this glider where we will be able to, I don't know, power it up to the point where we can actually fly with it up there? We don't need, we don't actually have a gauge anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. What's your vibe on the glider in Breath of the Wild? That'd be cool. I mean, I will definitely have the glider again. I'd like to see the loft wings again. I think that'd be the. I wish we could do the loft wings like at nighttime, where they could wear like some goggles and fly around at night. Mm, yes, that's right. Yeah, because of you know, and it's so funny. I was just because we do Avatar podcast stuff is the first time. It's like the reason why Natiri puts the thing. It's like, well, obviously you're going at blinding speeds on the back of these things, so you actually have to have a visor of some kind. Like that would be cool. And I'm gonna manifest this because Loftwings. I've told you, I told the listeners last episode is I have a little. It's not a real shrine, although I might have to make it real to make sure it happens. Is I mentally i have a, a loftwing shrine that i pray to it's like please let's just have loftwings and breath of the wild too like whatever you need to do i it's the same thing i do for dragon age i say please let us have griffins like let us fly around on those things you know come on shaman um shaman is from rush hour i really like rush hour okay cool <laughs> you know with like jackie chan and shaman yeah. all right um so just but for me and i'll throw this back to you is um we're looking at the continents there. We're looking at, frankly, this is not just an entirely secondary environment. Like, that's something that I just realized, Amanda. We may be looking at a game that we don't actually return to the surface. It's going to be like 
they're gonna com- I think that you know what I am I'm gonna say they're gonna commit to no like you don't get the same map I know that I love Commonwealth Realm he's like oh we're gonna get all three maps it's like no I actually think same with Elden Ring which we do as well like the the earth will have shattered like mm-hmm. the map will be permanently changed because I'm looking though if you look at this frame Amanda you zoom in that's a very detailed and broad environment so I think yeah Oh my god, 80% of this game in the sky. I'm just going to say I think it. we're like, definitely going to be in the sky a fair amount and a fair especially amount. just because there's all those like floating islands and again, for it to be coming out so quickly after the Skyward Sword HD, I think they were trying to like kind of set up a, a mood thing sort of for it. For sure. That's it for me and so maybe we'll as my thing to kind of leave, you know, as the listeners are like pushing their prams or like studying or whatever, I leave you off with this my hype note and I'll throw it to you for your hype note is so start of the game we're underground. Like that's a thing, it's a sequence and it's fully like it starts where the trailer starts. I would say the first maybe hour or so we're maybe doing a block puzzle or whatever to then open the crypt of Ganon, right? And that's like a right. proper... And what that'll be nice for is actually, you know, Amanda, one of the things, and I, I believe in artistic, artistic integrity balanced with uh, taking on some, like, listener and or player feedback in this case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously artistic integrity winning out, the vision or whatever. But what I do see them saying is like, okay, we hear you. Uh, we're actually intrigued based off of your feedback with the idea of more traditional Zelda dungeons. So guess what? We're going to open Breath of the Wild 2 with a traditional Zelda dungeon, which will be everything like, oh, hey, Zelda, push that block. And, and then introducing, I'm just going to say it. I really hope I get to clip this out later. And I was right. Who knows? Literally, Breath of the Wild 2 opens with you as, like, Zelda. Like, you actually start playing with Zel- as Zelda. Oh, yes. Right? How amazing. It would be hype. It would, it would literally destroy the internet. Day, like, second one from all the playthroughs. Twitch going crazy. Mm-hmm. It would be nothing but screaming. The opening of every single person's playthrough <laughs> would just be screaming. <laughs> one trillion percent. And then we say, oh, okay. And then it's, like, Z-targeting link. And so you as Zelda are learning the Z-targeting system. You know how it works. Like, look over here, you know? And then we go and it's this lovely throwback to like Zelda's dungeon crawling, but then this giant leap forward of like playing as Zelda, right? And so then we're doing this thing, learning the tutorials, and it is in this fairly safe environment, fairly closed in of like figuring out, it's like, oh, princess, you know, and again, fuck it. I know I said that we should have them separate, but screw it. Let's like, let's live the dream. Let's have it together uh, where it's the Link speaking, you know, and then us playing as Zelda, right? Doing this kind of block puzzly type, you know, Zelda, da, 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 you know, open the Crypt of Ganon. And then from there, guess what? And and then, honestly, if Zelda, and I like, I love Zelda, she's coming back. She's she's the goddess. She lives, the feminine leads this whole saga. It's it's in the yeah. name. I love that. The sacred feminine. But she does fall, she drops. And then not only as Link, we we're then then we're then we're Link again. And we've risen all the way up to the sky in this like sky rule environment. The the old map from Breath of the Wild 2 is gone, or at least we will only ever return in the same way as when, you know, uh, Skyward Sword, you return, but like the surface is like, you know, okay. Uh, yeah, it's, it's dangerous and maybe fraught and like the main story will be told in the sky. And the, the quest is not only to rescue Zelda, but then to play as her. Like the, the reward of finding Zelda is to play as Zelda. What do you reckon of that? Ooh, that'd be cool. I especially like the way like it would be starting out, just the idea of just starting off in a dungeon. And I think it'd be cool if you heard Link's voice before you saw him. Yeah. So you're like trying to figure out like who's talking, you know, you hear like 
who's talking to Zelda. Yeah. Is that, is that, like, talking like, to yeah. Zelda. And then, like, she turns, and then there he is, and he says something. And then, like, you know, that's when everybody just, like, loses their minds. <laughs> and that could also be, like, when Zelda, like, falls or whatever. That could also be, like, when Link loses his arm. Yeah. Because that's yeah, that's got to take place, I'm guessing, early on in the game. And I think, I'm guessing Zelda falling, and when they open it up, and mm. I, she falls, and Ganon's there, and the malice yeah. comes everywhere. I think that's where it, like, eats his arm, and mm. he somehow, he somehow gets up skyward, and Zelda's somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, and then what would be great is another thing that, you know, Final Fantasy IX did this, is you actually jump between characters. There's like Yes, I love Final Fantasy IX. Oh, then your Final Fantasy podcast, girl. You're going to be on that one. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. We are actually uh, Venn diagrammed quite closely with the Final Fantasy Union. Lauren is great. Daryl is great. And uh, when 16 happens, like, I'm roping you into that too. Again, no okay. pressure ever, but the okay. offer is there. Okay. For sure. Um, you just gave some amazing tidbits. Oh, well, not just like, it's just been the endless Amanda's energetic and just generosity show. Like, Amanda, like, thank you so much. Thank of course, you. thank you for having me on. This was fun. Did you enjoy it? You had a good Absolutely, time? Absolutely, yeah. I'm very, very, very glad. And that actually ties us off into the, yeah, the one hour and a half-ish, which is like just that, you know, rough window. Although you know that we could do Hunky Link for it. We could Hunky Link talk oh, forever. Gosh, I could just do podcast. Disney sing-alongs all day long. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here's another thing I'll say from just, you know, there's Pegasus, right? From that I one. Have, um, I have a, where is he? Okay, here we go tangents here we go oh my Here's lord my i just i vibed that out and like baby and he pegasus. has a long tail yeah. oh and then i have just... another baby pegasus with like a blanket because oh. every time i see pegasus merch at disney i have to get it well now you've just given me the rest of where i was vibing with that because I, I sort of flow into and out of um i'm just gonna say like he, okay i'll work with you nintendo baby loft wings okay loft wing hatchlings all right, one. that's all I need to say. Like, and then that, and you can grow your little hatchling loft wing. And we have some theories about like being able to jump through time and chime in with like a certain Korok character. It's like, oh, you get to, like the baby, like the baby Groot thing. You can see them as a yeah. potling and then as like oh, a, a plantling so or whatever. I would cry. I would just yeah. cry. Cause I, I see cute animals and I just start crying. Oh, well then you're living right. It means you're very like hard on your sleeve living. Also overall <laughs> as a human being, you're living extremely well, like good energy, like keep being who you are and doing what you do. Seriously. Oh, thank you. So, lovely. And giant hugs to your husband. Giant hogs from Australia. <laughs> Giant hogs from Australia. Got it. <laughs> you, you nailed the accent, but uh, I'll try with Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Right? No? You did good because you didn't say you didn't no. say the second T in Atlanta. And so that's like how you know you're saying it right. Atlanta. You don't, Atlanta. Perfect. Atlanta. Okay, cool. There you go. All right. That was Squid perfect, Billies, Atlanta, Mastodon. Atlanta. <laughs> okay, there you cool. go. Yeah. Skills. Well, then, yeah, your family here. I will go over there and just bring you guys Sweet. so so many Tim Tams, <laughs> so much. Yeah. Regiment. I mean, we've got my my game room doubles as a day bed here. So uh, okay, <laughs> that's where I sleep when I have a migraine because like I can't have anything moving around me. So that's just where I end up. <laughs> yes, one thousand percent. I I believe in the the cozy nook in the house to like. This, oh, this is oh, my God. migraine room when like my husband's moving when it's like nighttime and I can't sleep. I'm like everything hurts. Oh. I've got well, a cat on my head. I have I think, to come in here. <laughs> please do. And you sounds like you found out you bagged a good one. I, and uh, um, what's his name, by the way? If he Dan. 
Dan, Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. migraine room, we're going to go migraine manor so that she can have a whole manor to herself to just there like, ah, oh, let this migraine find its way out of my system at some point, you know? Yep. Um, okay. Okay. Literally have an amazing rest of your day. I will start yeah, editing, editing this straight away and we'll get you back on another one. Okay. Okay. Works for me. Dan hugs. Be well. Bye. <laughs> Take it easy. See you later. Bye. 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 <laughs>